That sounds about right. Wow. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it'll be fine. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let me position it more towards you. Okay. Two girls, <laughs> one mic. <laughs> Baby. It's been a while since we've done two girls, one mic. I think we had the exact same problem last time. Yeah, it with was a lead. mic cable. Yeah. Why do I not learn my lessons? Yeah, I think that I think that mic lead has been broken for like over a year. Well, I threw it away, so... Oh, good. There's literally no chance that's, of us ever, ever fixing this Well, problem. it was broken, so it, I'm glad you threw it away. Well, it was like the second one that broke. I don't buy expensive mic leads. Um, and you use them a lot, so... Yeah, I should really treat myself. They're not expensive. Okay. I just, <laughs> I well, I, I just ordered I the wrong one. Ones. Like, oh, okay. Because, <laughs> like, there was this time, there was this period of time where I was trying to sort out my studio, and I just kept buying the exact wrong thing and the ends would just be completely just yeah. useless and so yeah I have like a million so leads times. that are like three quarter inch jacks that plug into like something so amazing anyway um should we get it rocking and rolling well, so many things happened just as soon as I got in here um the charity shop by your house yes has a copy. season six episode four tinker tenor Doctor so, Spy. Doctor Spy. <laughs> and we start with an opening tangent. And then we have our and then we have our opening our real opening tangent we after should, the Yeah, let's let's go. A lot happened it. on the way in. A lot happened on the way in. Um the, the charity shop near your house has a copy of Hot Dog Taste Test by Lisa Hanawalt in the window. Oh fun. I have that book. Oh, um, I don't. So you can Maybe borrow I'm... it from me or you can buy it from the charity shop. Well, I mean, you know, I could do both. <laughs> you could do both. You could do both. <laughs> I stopped in my tracks on my way because I was like, what? <laughs> so. They have they have such good shit in really? that place. Okay. Very sporadically, they will have there. the best shit you've ever seen in your life. I've never been in there because I'm always walking by when I'm like on my way yeah, to yeah. see you. So why would I? I got all of my like my like golden age of Hollywood DVDs from there. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Did you get my duvet cover that you're making into a dress? No, 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 no. I got that from the um, cancer research on Newport Road. Uh, just for an explanation, it's not actually my duvet cover. I just walked in and there were some fabric scraps uh, from a project you're working on that are just the duvet cover that I currently use. That's <laughs> it's beautiful. very confused for a it's moment. It's beautiful. It I has love like it. it has like piping. It's it does have which it has is my yeah. trend alert summer twenty twenty four um casual clothing is all gonna be all gonna feature piping in some way because that's a skill that I haven't learned yet. It's very exciting. It's very faux William Morris. It's mm. it's one of at least it's like relaxed. Two, yeah. It's it's one of at least two like obvious fake William Morris prints from Dunelm that I mm. currently own several pieces of because yes. that is my aesthetic also on the subject of faux William Morris things from Dunelm no okay. one cares about this but I'm going to share um, I have a set of curtains from Dunelm oh. in a fake William Morris print called I think it's called Havisham this oh. is called Ruskin I'll just FYI thank you and um, I have them on my window next to my dark uh, dark wood vintage corner cabinet that you brought to my house in your car thank you yes and uh, and in the most recent season of Ghosts, the final season of Ghosts UK, the room that they spend a lot of time in that I don't think I've ever seen before, they have a dark wood corner cabinet next to a window with those exact curtains from Downhill on it. Is there a <laughs> is there a photo on the Instagram of those curtains? Oh, almost certainly. Because the, we the were video... going to that poetry night. 
that's a different photo. The where where that where the curtains photo is is because um, we took the photo of the poetry night on my stairs. But where there is no, there's curtains... one of me matching the curtains because I'm wearing like a little blue hat or something. Oh yes, I am so sorry. Yes, there mm. are. Yes, we'll, visceral we'll, we'll memories. Share that. But also um, that video that does numbers on Tumblr where you are experiencing the Amok Time Hallmark holiday ornament oh for the first God. time. The the curtains are visible in that as well. Speaking of Ponfar. Speaking of Ponfar. The doctor does a monologue <laughs> and then sings, and the crew is moved except Harry Kim, who looks confused by the whole thing. <laughs> Tuvok starts crying and then he laughs. And then the doctor's like, he's doing palm far. And then the doctor keeps singing, which is incredible. It's camp. <laughs> it's so camp. It's incredible. He like fully is like his posterior. <laughs> it's so good. I did enjoy it. I hated it, but I did enjoy it. Oh, it was so good. What's your favorite aria? I don't know. What's your favorite aria? As you know, there's too many to choose, really. <laughs> really. To sing, I think. Oh, have I told you about my sneaky plans to do classical Barbara? No. Oh, my next project is going to be Sam Hickman colon Serious Musician, where I do a night of classical mezzo-soprano repertoire in a church. There's no jokes. And that's... The thing is, like, a significant subset of your audience would really like they that. They would love that. Yeah. Like, six people would be fucking thrilled. I, I would enjoy that, but also, like, you have a whole fan base that wants that from you. <laughs> so. Well... That's uh, you can you can have that in project the for the spring. Sam I Hickman. might wear black. Oh, <laughs> no costume change. I know. Could you resist? Could you really? Well, I'm doing okay. So I'm doing <laughs> plugging. I'm plugging this at the very top. So I'm doing Pontes, which is a burlesque night in Pontypridd, and it is on the eighth or 9th of March. Um, we'll put the details on the Instagram. I'm doing a twenty minute set. There is three costume changes. <laughs> Like I really like I'm wow I'm going for it dedication I said well they're gonna I'm they I just wanted to blend in you know but <laughs> I'll tell you this off the mic like um, a chameleon does. like a goddamn chameleon that's what the headdress is for <laughs> we'll um, be getting back to the headdress in the so I can tangent. feel like Celine Dion because <laughs> I'm wearing I'm wearing my like my reveal outfit and then I you have just a couple more you just a curtain I'm wearing my that curtain. is a curtain I'm wearing my uh, curtain that's actually a curtain yeah design. that is actually a curtain not a mm. curtain you've made into a dress I have scraps so I'm going to make a shirt out of it for summer <laughs> oh that would be a lovely shirt mm, it would <laughs> I think the inside of this curtain that I'm looking at now it's an Ikea curtain um, the inside of that I did use for a bed jacket oh okay that I use all the time it's wonderful wow. anyway um, where was I going with this oh so I was at a movie night on Monday where me and the gang watched Bottoms. Yes. Um, and I oh, was, yes. I'm doing like a, I'm doing a bunch of costume fittings for this like, like bunny suit situation that I'm making. Okay. And like the fit is absolute ass. Like okay. I just, <laughs> something about having to fit like a corset that also connects that you're like under your business in your undercarriage <laughs> and then like also because usually when I'm making something my only real issues is like if I raise my arms at the end of a song is my nips going to come out yeah whereas like this it's like if I raise my arms and I split my legs apart is everything just going to fall out yeah. like soup <laughs> soup like soup like an <laughs> oozing soup just falling out from the creases um and so I was like I was showing our dear sweet friend Meredith Phoebe yeah. I was like showing her like I don't know what I've done wrong with this yeah. and then I like so I'm in the, like the one piece or whatever and then I turn around and it's just my full butt <laughs> it's just, like, the crack is like covered but the rest of it's just like hello <laughs> 
fix the fit. I had to take it. I had to take it literally. I had to take it apart and redo it because it's lined. Anyway, um, (laughs) it was all a dream. And Bellana comes to sick bay. Um, I'm a classically trained mezzo soprano. Pashmina at the ready. I'm Sam Hickman. I remember this reference, but I don't. I don't totally remember it. It was just a girly pop at at Royal Welsh who. Oh, always okay. wore pashminas oh, okay. instead of actual cardigans or coats. Okay. She just constantly had a pashmina. <laughs> Business casual, constantly pashmina, and would have, like, four different kinds of the same black court mid-heel, but she'd have, like, different brands of them. So one time she showed up to a rehearsal with two different shoes on, <laughs> and she left the house in, like, two different mid-heel black court pumps. Like She was like, yeah, this one's a round toe, and this one's, like, an almond. <laughs> Um, and I was just letting my wine monitor. Wow. You were just letting your wine monitor? I was just letting my wine monitor. We're wine moms. And it's been a long day. I've got to your feelings. This is Talking About Star Trek Voyager. It's Kat and it's Sam. They are two friends. Women. Women. Talking About Star Trek Voyager. It's time. Oh yeah, opening tangent. So I knock on the door. I'm late. It's pouring rain. Oh, this is where our opening tangent is. Okay. <laughs> We're starting right from the beginning. Okay. Um, Sam opens the door wearing the most beautiful headdress I've ever seen. And I have been friends with Sam Hickman for over a decade. There are so many so... <laughs> There's like four in this room. Um, but what the headdress did was distract me successfully for a full five minutes for the fact that Sam, you have had a haircut. Thank you. And it looks beautiful. I did it myself over the toilet. Of course you did. I did it in solidarity with you so we would have something to talk about. (laughs) I uh, did not cut my hair myself over the toilet. If I could do this myself, I mean... You probably could. That's so mean. I I realized I was teeing you up for that as it was coming out of my mouth. But I was just being really boring and and like straightforward about... Because I used to cut my hair myself. Well, I cut my hair myself during the pandemic, mm. and I did it when it was um, longer. But I, I don't know how to cut. You have like an extra person in your house, though. You could, you could work it out. True. My dream is to cut a man's hair in my bathroom. <laughs> I, I believe the it. closest I believe in you. I've ever come is shaving a man's goatee in my shower, because it gave me the fucking creeps. <laughs> That's um. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. Well, we trimmed it down to a mustache, and I pretended he was like a 1970s police officer. I can't believe that someone let you cut off his goatee. I'm very sexy, so, it, you know, I really get my way. <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway, Sam has a new haircut. It's great. Uh, well, I thought we were going to do opening tangent where we talk about our little comment on uh, Where's Beverly. <laughs> So I was I was I was a overjoyed. Little, I've listened to it I was twice. A little behind. It's nice to have praise. Yeah, thank you too. <laughs> I was very behind. Um, I'm very behind in Where's Beverly. I'm behind in all of my podcasts. I'm like two years behind in Best Friends. So oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Anyway, um, but I was listening very recently to the um, uh, uh, this week. I was listening to the holiday special. Highly recommend Where's Beverly as a podcast in general. Very much enjoyed the holiday special about um, A Muppet Christmas Carol uh, with Davey from Trexperts, where the three of them talked about our appearance on Trexperts. 
10 out of 10. And I would like to clarify some things. <laughs> I know what one of these things is going to be. We haven't talked about this. Oh, but I what do you think it is? That, that, the, the, that you weren't waxing. <laughs> no, I was lasering. Most importantly, I was lasering because I am a long run girl. I am preparing myself for summer 63 days of the year. Um, yeah, number one, I was lasering. And number two, it is just the 1970s Muppets. It's not a Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, yeah, of course. That's important yeah. to know. Yeah. That's, that's all I wanted to clarify. <laughs> we've got to, we've got to clarify. Oh, you've got things. to keep the record we've straight. We've got to keep the record straight. If people think you're waxing, that's unbelievable. People think you're waxing? D- ridiculous. <laughs> I'm much too fancy for that. Home my home. You're drinking out of Cristal. I <laughs> Yeah, I'm in fact. You gotta hold it up to the mic and cling it. <laughs> it lets the people know that our be... glasses of water are very fancy. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Anyway. We yeah. both just like looked at the. Yeah, I'm it like, did it pick bad. up? Did it pick up? Um, yeah, la- lovely to have such nice words said about <laughs> yes, us from our peers. You. We all. <laughs> Sincere yeah. statement. It really, it, it really delighted me. It was a real, a real unexpected delight. <laughs> um, yeah. Star Trek podcast. This is this is one. And this is one. In sick bay, Balana is like, um, if you're not working, can you just like deactivate yourself so you save us the energy? And he's like, can I come on the away team? She's mean in this she's episode. She's kind of mean, yeah. She's being mean to the doctor. Um, he's like, can I come on the away team? And she's like, no. And he's like, and she's like, do you want me to take photos for you? And he's like, no, you'll do a bad job. <laughs> on the bridge, there's a surprise nebula. <laughs> That's what I've written they word for word. They absolutely want to go to the nebula. They want to go to the they nebula so, so hard. And then they're like, oh, we scan the nebula and there's nothing interesting in the nebula. We go to the nebula. Unbelievable. <laughs> the doctor sends like a grievance note from, yeah. I assume, HR. <laughs> oh, uh, Meredith was definitely involved in this. Absolutely. Had to have been. Um, he has some grievances that no one is being nice to him. Um, and then gasp, the nebula is concealing a vessel full of potato men. Sinister potato men. Um, and they're like scanning Voyager. <clears throat> and um, it comes up that their computers are like, this is an unacceptable risk to pursue scanning Voyager or whatever. Um, and so the potato boys chat and they're like, oh, I don't know. Um, and so, like, the, the main head guy is like, no, 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 no. We're not going to go after Voyager. And then yeah. the main potato boy is like, but let me let me check with the hierarchy. And so he checks. And the hierarchy's like, yeah, that's great. And so um, they're going to go scope it out. And then in the conference room, the doctor has a weird sex dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. The saxophone oh, boy. in this was too much. Yes. I'm, I'm somewhat... Uh, reassured to hear you say that because I always find not always I often find the sexual things like this difficult to mm. sit through um, but so, so but we've because... left this fan on this whole time hold on <laughs> are you worried about that picking up on the mic yes because the mic's pointing directly oh. at the fan <laughs> um, you know what you're the, welcome the buzzing the, the low the low moaning will have stopped now but the high pitched moaning has only just begun. <laughs> um, the indeed. weather, the, the weather. That's our moaning. We're moaning about the weather. The mo- we're moaning about the weather. Well, this, the weather's giving us something to moan about today. It's very, very rainy. Ugh, very, very rainy in Cardiff. My hin buru era. Glau. My hin buru glau. Yow. My hin buru era. It's snowing. And 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 a and a and a vey. 
and a day and a day. That's the south. That's the opposite of what I tried. And oh. I, and I got glad. Anyway. In the north. You don't come here for me. Welsh classes. <laughs> I had to um, do some just like cross-checking of content between an English and Welsh translation today. And I put the English translation in the Welsh page and put the Welsh translation in the English page. <laughs> and, uh, and then I had to spend half an hour on doing that. It's great. It's beautiful. What a day you're having. It's, what a week. What a week. What, what is I, it? Thursday? It's Thursday. Wow. It's Thursday. Anyway, uh, Bolana does a weird foot thing. Seven texts him dinner tonight. And then and then Janeway is like, God. my lower back. <laughs> this it's like a whole thing. And then it goes <laughs> full soap opera. But Kate Mulgrew is having the tea of oh, her out. <laughs> the time of her life. She is. I think, honestly, I, I get the sense that everyone is having a good time with this episode, which did make it easier for me to watch. But I think that Kate Mulgrew is the one who is just like, I'm here to bring this yeah, for the day. Like, it's a fantasy. <laughs> um, the doctor is aggressively heterosexual for a robot. Yeah, I do find it sort of difficult to believe. Yeah, if this that... was now times, Tom <laughs> Paris would have been trying to get the fuck in there. <laughs> I just you'd have been like wow I think is I can... that a phaser in your pocket <laughs> or are you just happy to see me daddy I so on one hand I do think that um like in any kind of realistic view of society in the future it just doesn't make sense to me that a do- that a, a robot <laughs> he's not a robot but like mm-hmm. of course he would just want everyone to want him right yeah like why course. would he um but then also I can see the EMH not actually wanting Tom Paris to come on to him <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of their relationship specifically oh of course but Tom Paris would definitely fuck the EMH yeah of course obviously he's a goddamn dog <laughs> anyway we haven't heard from the Delaney sisters in Years are they? Are they dead? Oh my god! Maybe they died in one of the conflicts. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. The Delaney sisters. Um, him and Janeway have a chat about expanding his program so that he can become an emergency command hologram at the drop of a hat. And she's like, I don't know about all that. Um, he should really be more worried about his constant daydreaming. On the Potato Boy ship, um, they're hacking into his subroutine, and the Potato Boys think that the Doctor's sex dreams are real. <laughs> what a sentence. Yeah. What a sentence. Welcome to Star Trek Voyager Season 6. They've <laughs> run out of good plot. In sickbay, the dreamer dreams the dream that dreamed. The dream dreams the dreamer. The dream dreams the dreamer. Neelix and, and the doctor have like a chat and then the doctor's like, I don't dream, I'm just a little computer program. <laughs> um, and then, oh no, they're getting borged. And the doctor comes to the bridge in his little fantasy <laughs> and he's like fighting everybody. He does like a, a Vulcan neck pinch. Um, um, I love the pips. The... Oh God! I mean, they looked really bad the second time. They looked great the first time. I don't. It was the they, same. It was the same. It was the same. But for me, I don't think I was looking at it properly. Um, the Potato Boys chat about how. Oh, so he like blows up a. Um, he blows up a Borg sphere. Yeah. Um, and the Potato Boys chat about how the hologram is now in command, and he's hot. Um, they're they're <laughs> truly like everyone on the ship thinks he's sexy. Yeah, they literally are like, mm, he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Chakotay meets the doctor in the corridors and then halfway through the conversation, the doctor's like, hey, this is a Chakotay. Um, he's been doing cognitive projections so that he could dream. Do do robots dream? Do do holograms dream? (laughs) Um, the doctor. Do holograms dream of electric, 
um, boogaloos. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, the doctor did an oopsie, and he um, his little like dreaming program <laughs> has bled into his regular thing. <laughs> And then the warp core collapses in his dream, and he's like, "I have to." And then the, I feel like a big clue that you're probably not in like reality is the computer being like, "Last chance to I be a hero, Doctor." I loved that. I loved that. <laughs> like, um, it's a warp core breach in a lot sooner than you think. <laughs> yeah, wild, wild. Um, he's I, like, "I have to shave the ship." I have to say this, but I've just written. Um, Balana and Seven fighting over a man and then standing so, so close together to fi- fix the warp core. Yeah. This is, maybe they touch a little bit. Maybe they <laughs> kiss a little bit under the warp core. I know how this is supposed to read, but everything that happens between Balana and Seven just, I, even if it's happening in the doctor's mind, I'm just like, this is just, they have such a fucked up relationship. <laughs> Which one's the bottom? <laughs> I don't know. Balana. I don't know. Maybe Seven. I don't know. Right in. <laughs> yes, please. And you can figure out... Um, his algorithm is a mess and he's like being locked in, in sick bay. And I really enjoy, he's going through all his different like little realities. And yeah. I really loved it when he bumps the force field and he goes, oh, pardon me, miss. Yeah, that was really, that really amused me. Um, he's like, oh, you he made is great. Me I mean, it's so good. Howard Ricardo is really, really good. And I do often dislike what the doctor does when he gets m- more like freedom and yeah, yeah. But I do like Robert Ricardo a lot, and I think he plays this very well. Yeah. It would be unwatchable. <laughs> Can you oh. imagine if someone who was not a very good actor was doing this? Absolutely. Insane. Unbearable. Especially as we go to the next scene where they see the projection of what the yes. doctor is thinking. Cool. And he is um, he is drawing drawing Seven like one of his French girls. <laughs> exactly what I've written. It's uh, wild. And Seven is having to watch herself be drawn like one of his French this, girls. This is like months of therapy yeah this is oh my god this is horrendous the things that happened to seven this should have been the point at which they were like okay so the emh needs to be completely reprogrammed (laughs) because this is just so inappropriate this is unprofessional i guess it's it differs from barclay because in tng because he's not doing it intentionally like but he is yeah also he's not it's not like he programmed a holographic simulation of his yeah has he done that no seven did that you know what we'll we'll get back to that that happens later you might not have seen it i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> anyway um janeway says he does the hands very well um this <laughs> that CGI really made me laugh i don't know why she's death. so funny sorry go on <laughs> the gang watch some manic dreams as he um as he like spirals through. There's like a Balana breakup dream in the mm-hmm. mess hall. I love how pissed Balana is about it's that. So good. <laughs> the real Balana is so mad as she should be. Mm. Um, and Seven the thinks it's one. so funny. She does, of <laughs> Seven thinks it's so funny, which is very funny. And I love Tom's little awkward wave in that scene. <laughs> fake fake <laughs> He's Tom, just like off to the side. <laughs> that really made me laugh. I do think that the show is full of very good actors, and that mm. is fun to watch. Um, Janeway does, um, like, hears him give a little speech when he becomes an emergency command hologram, and it's nice. And I said, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, the potato boy is in trouble, <laughs> um, and the doctor and Janeway have a heart-to-heart, um, and they have to fix him, or they have fixed him, something along that lines. Um and then um, Janeway has a little chat with Chakotay and she's like, um, I've been going over the legal precedent for granting um, command positions to the holograms and there aren't any, which is incredibly, there are no rules in the book that says a dog can't play baseball. <laughs> a 
what is that? It's like air ball, but or whatever. Basketball? Basketball. Basketball. (laughs) There might have been a baseball air butt movie. I don't know. There probably was. (laughs) I think there was was more. It was prolific. It was prolific. I remember there was an ice hockey one at one point. Was there? Yes. I remember going on a field trip to something in Los Angeles and us, for some reason, stopping in a park in studio city i don't know why mm. and there was some filming going on and there was a dog and all of the other kids on the bus were like it's Airbud." it wasn't Airbud, but that was something that we talked about for a long time it's Airbud. yeah it's Airbud. i love it when children like make up a thing and yeah they're like that's definitely what it was <laughs> it can be anything else the doctor is back but in his fantasy um in his fantasy, but a potato boy is there. Oh, so the doctor <laughs> is dragged back to like Cargo Bay 3 or whatever, where they're giving him his little award. But um, the potato boy is there and he has like a warning. And he's like, hey, so I'm in trouble. You're in trouble. We're all in trouble. Let's try and get out of this. And so they hatch a plan. Uh, I was busy checking my phone during this section, so I didn't really learn the plan. But he was going to give him like the phaser, phaser whatever, so that they don't penetrate the hull so that they can like skedaddle out of there or whatever. Um, the doctor is going to be in charge. Uh, mm-hmm. the potato boy is, uh, is, uh, the t- potato boys are, are launching an attack and they attack or whatever. And then Tuvok like zaps the phasers and then they get their phasers zapped. And then the doctor is very nervous. Tuvok is trying to find a weakness in their shields. The doctor does like his little stalling technique and they shoot or whatever. And then, um, and then he decides to bluff about the photonic cannon, which we forgot to mention at any other point during during this. It is his weapon of mass destruction. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and so he decides the, to, to threat, and then the potato boys retreat. And then in sickbay, um, at the very end, the doctor is summoned to the mess hall, and then in the mess hall, the doctor, the captain gives him a little medal of commendation. Um, is it holographic? Or... Oh, is it a physical thing that is pinned on this? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Because then, if he ever like deactivates, it's just it's like just gonna it's to the him floor. and the mobile emitter is just bloop. Yeah, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real, you and think he's it's gonna, gonna be real? he's gonna have a, a place that he keeps it in the in the um, sick bay mm-hmm. in sick bay, and uh, like probably with his mobile emitter because in sick bay he can just like wander around as much as he wants, so he can like wear it while he's in sick bay. Did they not do mobile emitters on the rest of the ship? I thought that was the plan. Have they is that like a long I'm always getting confused about this. Is that like part this. of infrastructure it takes oh. so long you forget that you forget about it. I I'm always getting confused about this because it's like I'm always getting confused about this. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't write in. I will forget as soon as you tell me, but I appreciate Anyway, um, Seven gives him a little kiss, and she says, that's a platonic <laughs> gesture. Don't expect me to pose for you. Mm. And I gagged a little bit, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I didn't like that. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. That's Thanks the end of the listening. episode. Um, should we do some segments? Yes. Let's do some segments. Wigs. Wigs. No, Nebula. Wigs. Wigs. <laughs> Wigs. Wigs is always the first one. We can remember. do it in whatever order you want. I don't remember this show. No. I'm so sorry. We go like so many weeks before between like I just you know I'm out of the habit with the strike and then like here we are and that you know I just don't know I just don't know if I'm coming or going at this point. 
Um, wigs. Did you enjoy the Potato Boys? I thought they looked like Santarans from Doctor Who. Oh. Did you enjoy the Potato Boys? Um, you know what? They were potato-y. I like their big jackets. Ooh, what was, who's the guest star in this? I don't know. Uh, they sounded familiar. Yeah, I thought so too, but I didn't look it up. Should I, I look made, it up now? Yeah, I made the grave mistake of having a cup of coffee on Monday before going ice skating with our dear sweet pet friend. And then I had to follow that up on Tuesday by having a cup of coffee when I went out to <laughs> see Francis's gig at the moon. Um, and I've just been like riding that like late night caffeine. Like, <laughs> oh, what if I had like, what if I was in absolute agony and incredibly, incredibly sleepy from like 7 p.m.? Um, <laughs> it's 5.30, but the sun is down, so it's 7 p.m. in my mind. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not doing great, but I am getting through it. And I think that's what's really important. Um, so it's Jay Leggett and Googie Grass are the two main potato guys. But Googie, I don't, we love Googie. I don't know who they are. But um, Shout out to them. Maybe we know them from something else. I don't know. Um, did you have anything else for wigs? No, nope, not a goddamn thing. Stay out of the nebula. 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 There's a physical nebula. There's a nebula. I think the nebula in this episode is about media literacy. <laughs> okay. That's what how, this is about. How so? It's about, you know, questioning what you're seeing that you're watching yes. on your little screen. Yes. And questioning whether it's the truth or not. Fair. Yes. I wrote that the nebula is invasion of privacy. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> What would you write this episode? You know, I had a great time. Uh, apart from the whole like seven, seven being drawn naked. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe like a, maybe like a six out of ten, uh, potato voice, <laughs> fresh from the oven. I've given it three out of five formal grievances. Oh, wow. Do you have anything to plug? I do not. But you should plug. You should plug your show yes. again. Yes. Um. <clears throat> uh, um. Uh, um. Um, oh yeah, if you're if you're a Cardiff-based girly and you want to come to a concert, Cardiff Trans Singers is having their annual concert on Saturday, the seventeenth of February, which oh, yeah. is tomorrow. You can get tickets from um, I think it's Eventbrite or Skittle yeah, or something. Um, from for that, that's a fundraiser, which is gonna be fun. Um, then on Saturday, the 9th of March. I am in Pontypridd at Ponty's doing a little set there. Um, and I believe that is all I have coming up. So, um, yeah, there you go. Amazing. Great. Come to both of those things. I'm so sleepy. I'm not going to go to Pontypridd to see you. I'm sorry. No, I, you don't. It's a 20 minute set in like the middle of like a full burlesque show. So I'm like, well. <laughs> but if you're, if you're closer to Pontypridd. Yeah. And you, you should... feel like it. Yeah, go and see If that's Sam. your, if your jam, come see this jelly. <laughs> Will you be doing burlesque? I am doing well. Oh. Mm. Oh. I'll tell you off because I think it's very silly. Oh, I'm excited. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, um, goodbye. I've been <laughs> Sam Hickman. I've been Katya Airfield. And this was Women, Women Talking, Talking About Star Trek Voyager. Voyager. What if we did mic. it? What if we did it in harmony? What if, like, I was up here and you were up here? I can't be higher mm. than you. Okay, well, I'll be up here and you be down here. Mm. Mm. Ready? Women Talking.
fucking <laughs> Star Trek I don't know what team you're doing. <laughs> I'm, you're just the drone. You're the tonic. Uh, of okay. course I am, Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Women, how you are Star Trek Voyager, and how you women. One, two, three. Women talking about Star Trek Voyager. Wow. Sorry, I'm so bad My at My math harmony. has never been more tense. <laughs> anyway, uh, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. They say in space no one can hear you scream. The star bleeds one hell of a place. But now we've come to the end of our show. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?